Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. What is up, everybody? We are back with your host, Brandon. And Megan. For the Fools in Love podcast. So if you've been with us before, welcome back. We're so happy you're here. And if you've just discovered us, welcome to you as well, because we are thrilled to have you here. And each week we kind of get into a new topic, whether it's personal growth, relationship, business, life. We kind of just discuss all the things we've been through and kind of our shortcomings along the way and hopefully give you some some tangible steps moving forward. But today I wanted to get into it really quick and I want to talk about getting out of a rut because honestly when I think about it, I was in a rut for a very long time, a very long time. And I just want to briefly explain. I think we we kind of get an idea of what a rut is, but what we're talking about here is just feeling stuck, is just not really knowing where to go, what to do or where to be. And for me, I think even Meg could speak to this too, but as a couple, like for a long time, we were just stuck in a place where we pretty much believed this was it. Like there was just where we were, we had done the job thing, we had got the house, we had the life we set out to be, at least what we thought it should be. And then we didn't really go anywhere from there. And we both individually got into a place where it just wasn't working anymore. I mean, the thing is, it can work for a really long time. And we talk a lot about being on autopilot and just kind of living each day. Each day can be monotonous and you can kind of just feel like that's 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 where you need to be. But ultimately, what we discovered is both of us in different seasons of our life and then at one point all together realized that we just weren't where we wanted to be. And then we kind of had to open our eyes to be like, so then now what? Because we were like in our late 20s at this point, And it's like we had a lot of life left to live. We had a lot in our marriage that we had to we had to look at. And it was like, if this is it, man, do we have a little bit of a problem? Right. I think that, you know, for so long, we just kind of did our own ruts next to each other. We were living in this parallel universe and then eventually those worlds collided and it became just an all around just kind of miserable time. It's not that we were truly miserable. It's just that we weren't growing. We weren't changing. We weren't progressing. We were just doing the same things we'd always done. Everything seemed so monotonous and so the same forever and ever. Like not only was it currently the same, but it was always going to be the same. There was never going to be anything that would challenge us or excite us. It was just going to feel like this forever. And, you know, a couple different times in my 20s and maybe even into my early 30s, I was like, what am I, what am I doing right now? I, am I, do I need to go back to school and become something else? Do I, do I change careers? Like, what is wrong with me? Because I just don't feel like I'm doing anything new. And it turns out I never even had to change careers because it wasn't so much the career as it was me. It was just me internally, not doing anything out of, out of the usual, out of the norm for me. And once I discovered that you don't need a radical change in your life, you don't need to 
go back to school. Maybe you do. Maybe for you, you do. But for me, I didn't need to go back to school, totally change and uplift and flip over my life to make the changes that I needed to make to start a better life. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a common misconception when you're talking about a rut too, is for us at least when we, we both had kind of those defining moments where like we did get to a breaking point. We got to a moment in our, our journey where we were like, this just cannot be. Like we drew the line in the sand. We're like, we cannot continue this way. And one of the reasons we started on our personal growth journey is me and Meg kind of came to that place around the same moment in time. And it's funny kind of how the whole universe works. But before I get into that, I want to talk about how it doesn't have to be a defining moment. Because I would argue there's still to this day ruts that we go through. There might be a month, it might be a week, it might be a few days, but it's a constant struggle. It's a constant progression. And when you start on the path to try to better yourself and you start on the path to try to get out of this cycle that you've been in, there's going to be a lot of resistance. And I just want to first and foremost tell you that if you're listening to this podcast, you're serious about trying to get out of your own way and get out there and do something different. And I want to tell you that me and Megan are not perfect and we've had a lot of struggles and a lot of stumbles and we still do to this day. So I don't want to sit here and, and sell you on the fact that you're going to make this decision and it's all just going to go well and everyone around you is going to support it and everything in the world will just work out for in your favor because I do believe there's a lot of discomfort throughout this whole thing. The thing I would tell you is the only way that I was able to see beyond my current circumstance is I had to do something beyond what I was used to doing. Exactly. And another thing I just want to point out real quickly is that you can be stuck in a rut internally and you can also be stuck in a rut because of something happening externally. Like for instance, I think right now so many of us are in this rut because of the coronavirus and it just really changed everything so quickly that I would say that for weeks, Brandon and I were just kind of like, nah, do we, what do we even do? What do we even talk about? Is it even worth recording a podcast? Do we post on Instagram? Do we do the work that we know we need to do? Because it just felt so wrong almost to do it. And that, you know, eventually we had to come to terms with that's crazy. Like, of course, of course we need to still do it because hopefully we're helping other people, but in the process, at least we're helping each other and, and, and us individually. So this might be brought on by something externally that's happening in the world. And it can also be brought in by an internal stirring. So whichever way your rut comes about, I believe that, that today's conversation will help either one of those situations. Yeah, and I can already hear all of them thinking out there like, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm really in a rut. I mean, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not necessarily happy every day, but you know, doesn't everyone have those days? And you know, I'm, I'm not overly miserable. And so is it, is there really a cause for, for me doing anything differently? And I would just say right away, right off the bat that, yeah, there still is. Because if there's a stirring in you, I think it's up to you to explore that to look in the mirror and really analyze and take an internal look at yourself. Because like Megan said, you can look at a lot of the external circumstances, but I think a lot of times that'll shine the spotlight on you and what's going on to you internally. Sure, this this pandemic we're living in can change you and, and can change kind of your attitude in any given day. But if it's a long-term struggle that you've had, this is just basically shining a spotlight on the fact that there is something deeper there that you need to explore. And that's what got me stuck for so long because I didn't want to look at myself 
it's really hard to look at yourself. I didn't want to look at myself. I thought, no, it must be Megan. It must be, you know, my family. It must be my friends. It must be that I don't have this certain job or this certain dollar amount in my bank account. It's, it's all of these reasons, but it's certainly not me. It can't possibly be me. How could it be me? I am, you know, doing what I need to do when the fact is I was doing nothing that I needed to do. We were recently on a podcast and the episode hasn't even come out yet, but we were on a podcast and Brandon was telling the story of, you know, just when our personal journey, personal growth journey really began. And he was talking about how he was so miserable at his job and the the interviewer was like, well, yeah. So, I mean, obviously you don't do that job anymore. And it's funny because we both look at each other like, actually, yeah, yeah, he does do the same thing. (laughs) I mean, it's just that we added some other stuff to it. So his day job, the, the income is the exact same as it always has been. Our day job is still our day job, and it has been for a very long time, but what's changed is everything else. What's changed is everything except where we go every single day, Monday through Friday. Yeah, and I think that's important to note too, and we'll get into that a little bit later. First, I want to talk to a few of the signs that you might see if you feel like you might potentially be in a rut. I know for me, the the biggest struggle that I had is every single day felt like the same thing. Every single day felt monotonous. And it didn't matter what stresses I had because those stresses even became monotonous. They were the same stresses that I'd had for the same job, for the same people, for everything else along the way. And so even though a huge crazy thing could happen at work, I was so used to living in a place where I was this same, that level of stress was happening that I couldn't grow. I couldn't extend myself outside of that. And so that monotony of day to day was really tough. And it's funny to even say that because some of you might be living in that place where you feel like, yeah, you know, each day does kind of feel like the same and and it it is a struggle. But when's the last time you thought about doing something a little bit different? And so we're going to get into some of that in a little while, but like that was the the hardest thing for me. And in a lot of ways, it's still difficult for me to remember. Another thing is that you might just overall feel unmotivated. And if you've been around here a minute, you know that we're not super big on thinking that you should be motivated all the time because motivation is just not a thing that happens for most of us naturally, right? You have to just do it anyway. But if you're just overall mood all the time or a big majority of the time is just unmotivated, you just don't care, it just feels like there's nothing to even look forward to, that could be a definite sign that you're stuck in a rut. And I know that that's a big one for me because when I feel like there's nothing to even be excited about, what's the point of doing it? What's the point of getting all those things together? What's, you know, what's the point of getting out of bed for some people if you're just never going to, never going to do anything different? Yeah. And that was a struggle for me throughout the whole time because it was like each day I found myself just trying to get through the day. When I woke up in the morning during this time or in times of struggle or in times where I've really been, been having a moment, like it's very challenging for me to get through the day. So if you find that like when you're waking up in the morning, you're, you know, your your eyes come open, you're looking at your ceiling in the morning and you don't feel like putting your two feet on the ground and getting out of bed, that's a pretty good sign that you need to change, that you need to change something up because none of us should be going through life without anything to look forward to. And so if you find yourself in that place, that's when you definitely want to look into something else. And coupled right with that is just not feeling fulfilled. Do you feel fulfilled? Do you have a sense 
of fulfillment in your life and what you're doing in your career. And, and I would even go beyond career because it's easy for us to go to career, but it needs to go beyond that because you can't put everything out up on a pedestal. And I was so guilty of this. I would put my relationship up on a pedestal and I would say that had to be my answer for everything. And then I would put my job up there and I would say my job has to be the answer for everything. But none of that in and of itself is going to be the answer. You need to explore other things. And that is, if, if you're sitting there feeling like you just aren't achieving things and aren't doing things, then you might be in that rut we're talking about. Another big one is just if fear is controlling you and preventing you from moving forward. If you're fearful, if you feel like, well, yeah, I, I, I want to get out of this rut, but I just, I just can't because what if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if this is a stupid idea in the first place? What if this is all there is? What if this is where I'm meant to be? What if, what if, what if? And the problem with that is that you're never going to come out of your rut if you're just going to stay in that fear in that fear mentality. Yeah, and with that fear, me and Meg have been very real about this. Uh, we just dropped an episode a couple weeks ago about if you're feeling depressed or anxious. And for me, that's that's difficult because I've never liked to believe that I was depressed or that I was feeling anxious. I just felt like, sure, there were days I was off. Maybe there were a few days where I was off. Maybe there was a few months where I was off. And now that I'm looking at it on the other side, I can admit that I was very depressed. I didn't know how to speak it. I didn't know how to assess it. I, I had never experienced it in my entire life. Uh, certainly not in my younger years. I'd never had any issue with depression. But if you're feeling down throughout the day, if you're if you're really struggling, it might be time to, to change something up. And when you find yourself in those depressed moments or those anxious moments, at least for me, I've really developed a lot of bad habits and unhealthy coping mechanisms when I'm bored or feeling sad or down. Because in those times where I'm feeling sad or down, I think, well, I don't need to eat healthy. I don't, I don't need to show up in the way I need to show up because I'm just overall feeling bad. And so again, you know, we all have days, I want to say, we all have days where it can be difficult, where it can be challenging. And we always talk about giving yourself some grace in those moments. But if it's something that's a perpetual cycle, then you need to look into it. The big thing is that you have to try to find the reason. Find the reason that you feel like you're in this rut. Is it your job? Is it your relationship? Is it life in general? You have to dig deep on this one, guys. You have to figure it out because the only way to move forward and get out of the rut is to solve the mystery and then take care, take care of it. So if you want to get out of your rut, then the first thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to learn to take care of yourself. Like Brandon said, if you're in a rut, you probably have developed some pretty crappy habits. There's probably some depression and anxiety that led you to start eating bad, not work out, uh, you know, bite your nails and <laughs> do all the things that we know we're not supposed to do. You have to sometimes even fake it till you make it. Even when you're unmotivated, you need to get up, get showered, get dressed, put your makeup on, do the things that you know will help you feel good so that eventually you can feel good. And that means drinking water. That means doing your gratitude. That means all the things that you need to do for yourself. And you know what they are. You're just not doing them. So your first step is to just start taking care of yourself again. It's amazing too, because when you feel bad, 
why is it that you just don't want to take care of yourself? Like I know all the times where I'm feeling down, I, I, I want to treat myself terribly. I really do. If I'm being completely honest with you and with everyone listening, like I, I, I want to eat the terrible food. I want to do the terrible things. I want to just lay in bed all day, even though I know that's not the answer, even though I know that's not going to help. I want to run away from my problems. I, I don't want to face them head on because if I do, then I'd have to actually look in the mirror, like we said, and be honest with ourselves because until you're willing to be honest with yourself, you're not going to change. Yeah. So, I mean, you need to be honest with yourself because what are your bad habits? And I know even this, even saying it, most of you are like, well, I don't have any bad habits. You know, I, I have things that I'd like to change, but they're not necessarily bad. And I would argue that no, they are bad. If they're, if they're keeping you down, if they're keeping you in a place where you can't be motivated, where you can't get the things done that you want to get, where you see there's something that needs to change, but you're not willing to make that change because you're putting something else in its place then it is bad. So look in the mirror and have an honest look at what that is. For me, it was drinking. And I I mean, I wasn't like an alcoholic. I don't even want to oversell the fact that I was like over drinking or drinking in excess, but I was definitely drinking a beer or two a night, which I don't, for the record, drink a beer ever anymore because I realized how bad of habit that was. I'd also sit pretty much all day and play video games. Like if I wasn't doing something else, I would be scrolling on social media. And like I've already said, I'd be eating terribly. And what I can't, what I've come to realize is these were all my escapes. Oh gosh. I mean, who among us doesn't have some unhealthy escapes for me? Even now I find myself immediately, immediately when I'm, when I'm struggling with the rut or when I'm struggling just with even a bad day, just even a few minutes of a bad time, I've been like, I just automatically want to reach for my phone and just zone out. It's not that I think anything new and exciting is on there. I know nothing new and exciting is on there. It's just for me, it's like almost like the act of scrolling on my phone is going to calm me down. And it sounds ridiculous and I know how ridiculous it is. But just things like that, just really being aware of what you're reaching for when you're stressed, when you're in a rut, when you when you know that something needs to change in your heart, but you're not you're not quite there yet. To be able to take an honest look with yourself and find those things that you're doing is going to make you aware enough to stop doing those same exact things. Like Brandon said, he doesn't drink a beer anymore. Do we have a, a random Saturday night where we do an at-home date night and we'll have a drink? Sure. But he does not reach for beer. We don't even buy beer anymore because it's just something that he doesn't want to invite back. He doesn't want to be in a place where he thinks that it should be a thing for him to reach for a beer every night when he's stressed. And I do the exact same thing. If I know that I'm having a hard time, then I'll try to keep my phone in my purse until like 7 o'clock at night. Because if it's there, I'm going to pick it up. If I keep it out of my sight, then I don't have the ability to keep picking it up and zoning out and not paying attention to my family. And if this is going to be something that you're really serious about getting out of, if you want to be the new you, you're going to have to get rid of the old habits. Because the new and old, they're not going to mix. And it's certainly in these habits that are weighing you down and you know what they are. If you don't, we invite you to take an honest look at what they could be, write them down, and then move past them. And the thing we've implemented that helps us to stay in check with that and is like our check and balance system is we develop new routines and we develop a daily strategy and a weekly strategy and a weekly plan because that's how we know we'll get everything done. 
and a lot of us get caught up on this idea that like we just don't have the time. We just don't have the energy. We just don't have the motivation. Well, you know how you make a, make time for it? You plan for it. And if you don't plan for it, it doesn't happen. You can trust me and Megan when we say that. It just doesn't happen. So with this, you're going to have to decide to implement some new routines. And they're not always going to be fun. And they're not always going to be popular. And they're certainly not going to be popular with you. Maybe not even with your friend group or your family or, or, or anyone. But you need to figure out what needs to be done and what needs to be put in place so that you get the things done and get to the place that you want to be. Because the single biggest anchor that was weighing me down was my complacency. One of the biggest things that we have done every single time we've been in a rut is we realize that we've got to change and grow. Every single time that we've been in a rut, we've decided to try something new and embrace the discomfort of trying something new and getting out there and being a little bit scared and doing something different. And that has helped us so much. Every single time that we're like, this is not the life we want to lead. This is not where we should be in our lives. We're like, what can we do differently? What's a change we need to make? And let's go big. And so those moments are when things like the podcast was born, the blog was born, all these things that just wouldn't have happened if we were just cool with being in a rut, if we were just cool with doing the same exact thing every day for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And we always say that clarity comes with action. So if you want to be clear on what needs to happen and what you need to do, then you need to be willing to take the action. And you certainly, while you're doing this, are going to have to do things differently. For us, I got to the place where I hit a wall. I didn't know where else to go. I didn't know what else to do. And so in my reaching for something that I I couldn't figure out and couldn't attain, I had to go to places that I had never seen before, even in myself and just through my actions out into the world to make it clearer on what I needed to do. The one thing I knew for sure is what I was doing wasn't working. And I think if you're sitting there and you're listening to this episode, you could probably agree that where you're at right now isn't working. Whatever it is, you may not be miserable, but it's not necessarily working for you and your life and where you want to go in the future. Because a lot of times, like we talked about earlier, those old habits die hard. So where you were in the past isn't going to help you get to where you want to be in the future. Preach it, brother. And another thing that's so helpful is just talking to someone. Getting a new perspective can just bring life to your life, honestly. It doesn't have to be a therapist, although it certainly can be. But if you're in a rut, if you're stuck, you don't know where to go next. I mean, talk to the people that love you and know you. Now, of course, in talking to them, you might realize they are full of absolute crap and they know nothing about you and that is not the direction you want to go. But even if that's the conversation, the realization from the conversation that you have, that's good because guess what? You just learned exactly what you're not going to do. And hopefully that leads you to what you are going to do. So those that know you best might have super good advice and they might have really terrible advice. And either way, that's going to be okay because it's going to give you a different perspective than you have. It's going to force you to look outside of yourself. It's going to force you to hear what somebody else thinks of you and learn about your strengths and weaknesses from a person that is not you and doesn't have the inner dialogue that you have and doesn't tell you the lies that you tell yourself. And also, 
if it's not going to be somebody that's already in your life, then there are plenty of people that you can talk to. There are therapists, there are people online who do coaching. There are so many great opportunities for you to talk to people that can really help you get outside of your own head and therefore out of your rut. It's so powerful because if you think about that logically, you know that there's been plenty of occasions in your life where you've looked at someone from the outside looking in and you can see that like there's clearly some steps or things that they could take or you've had experience that they haven't where you could kind of speak some truth into their life and the same idea goes here. Like if you you but you've got to be open to that. You've got to be open and you've got to ask the question because someone's not just going to come and tell you what they think. Maybe they will, but you're not going to listen because you're not going to be in a receptive place. But if you go to someone who and you're open and you are receptive and you're willing to hear it and you want their honest assessment, they'll open up to you. And the reality is there's people walking all over this planet who have gone through things that you've gone through now, are going through currently, or have gone through much worse. And they can speak into situations into your life. And yeah, you're not going to take all that as gospel and you're not going to take all that and implement it. You're going to take what you need and leave the rest. That's the reality. But if you don't ask the question, you might never get the answer for what you actually need. And for me, I even went even beyond that because I definitely had these conversations with people. I remember a sit down I had with our pastor where I just was asking him some big, big overarching questions. I remember a ton of conversations I had between me and Megan just being like, is something wrong with me? Is there something here? Is there something I need to do? But I didn't stop there. Then I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read and actually educate myself on where I am because I don't believe that I'm the only person in this place. And that led me to leading, reading a lot of self-help, personal growth books. And these books actually challenged my current mindset. They gave me more of like an education on where I was and what I was doing. And they helped me open my mind. And again, it's perspective because I'm looking at perspective from a person who's already done it. So if you're in a place where you're like, I got no one to talk to. I got no one to, no one. Cool. That's fine. Then go pick up a book read a book, take on an online course, take on an online conference. Now it's easier than ever with this coronavirus to take in those things because everyone's doing everything online. Don't just take the fact that you like have no one to talk to as, a, as an excuse for being where you have to be and staying where you have to stay because I lived that way for too long and I don't want you guys to do that. I don't want that for you at all. And when I did this, when I challenged myself, when I brought some new ideas to me, it opened up my mind to so many new possibilities that I had never seen before. Okay, guys. The next one is that we have to bring the fun back into life. And it sounds so obvious and it sounds so simple, but what we do is we just get in this cycle, right? We just get in this cycle of living our lives. We just get up, get ready, go to work, drop the kids off wherever they need to go first, you know, eat our lunch, sit at our desk, blah, 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 until the end of the day when we go pick up the kids and we start dinner, we do all the things, and finally it's bedtime, and here we go. That's the day. If all you ever do is that, then certainly you're going to feel like you're in a rut because nothing's ever going to change. You're just doing the same thing on repeat forever. But when you bring the fun back into your life, when you make that a priority, that's when the magic can happen. When Brandon and I are in a relationship rut, for example, or just one of us isn't at our best, 
we try to really concentrate on this one. Like bringing the fun back to the table is great for you as an individual and great for your whole family. It's just good for everyone because there's so many ways to have fun and it's going to look different for every single person. For some people, fun is going to look totally different than what it would look for for us. And that's fine. As long as you all are enjoying it, that's cool. And it's going to really just bring some joy and some fulfillment back to your life and get you to a place where you feel like everything's possible again. Y'all, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. If you wake up every day and feel like this is the best it's going to get, this is this day is going to be terrible, this day is going to be the worst, what's going to happen? You're going to find, trust me, we've all lived it. I know I have. I'm sure y'all have. You're going to find the type of day that you have. But you open up your mind and you look for fun and you look for like those opportunities to have a, a little bit of, of a laugh or just, you know, joking around because life can be very serious. You can get stuck in this funk of life being like, oh, I have all these responsibilities. Trust me, I'm a father of two. I run, I run multiple companies. I like have a marriage that I need to worry about and a wife that I want to make sure has everything that she needs. We all have those stressors. But like, if you don't look for those opportunities for fun, you will certainly be miserable. Certainly. And coupled right with this and something we've implemented that I implement to this day is looking for daily gratitude. Again, if you're looking for something, it's going to be there. I often use the example of when you're looking for a new car. When I'm looking for a new car, all of a sudden, I see 10,000 of those cars on the road. It's like every person is driving that car. Why is that? Why is it that when you're looking for something, when you're looking for a product, when you're looking for a vehicle, when you're looking for something, that it all of a sudden comes into your, in, into your vision and comes into your life? It's because you're actually putting on the lens where you're looking for that thing, where you want to find that thing. And I'll tell you what, I write down five things that I'm grateful for every day. And when I sit there and I know that at the end of that day, I have to write down five things that I'm grateful for, I don't want to sit there and be struggling. So then what in turn am I going to do? Well, I'll tell you what I do. I sit there and look for things I can be grateful for every day. I look outside today and I say, wow, it is a beautiful, sunshiny day. It's almost 90 degrees. This is a wonderful thing to put in my gratitude journal. And that's what I do. And throughout the day, I can't tell you how many small snippets of time where I look for the things. I take that morning drink of coffee and man, it was gone point today. Boom, done. I'm looking at the stars tonight. They are beautiful. Boom, done. It can be the simplest thing ever. Because we can get stuck on the idea like, oh, I, oh woe is me. I, uh, everything's going wrong for me. You know, my relationship sucks. My job sucks. I get it. We all have those stresses. I do not want to discount your stresses. I don't know exactly what you're going through. But what I do know is you can change that perspective by sprinkling in a little gratitude to every day. Okay. So this one we had to learn. And it was not easy to learn because this is not who I am internally. But... We have learned that in order to get out of the rut and stay out of a rut, you have to celebrate your small wins. Yeah, you're going to write out your crazy big dreams, but you're also going to have small goals throughout that are going to make you continue to want to strive for the next and the next and the next. So when you feel like nothing is new or exciting or worth celebrating, it's not shocking you're going to feel like you're in a rut. Even if you feel like you haven't had a small win, celebrate something. There's something in your life worth celebrating, right? Even in bad times, like we were just talking about with your gratitude, even in bad times, there's still a sunshiny day. There's still something to be happy for. 
If that's what your win is right now, then take that win. Your win is anything you want it to be. Yeah, maybe you didn't, you know, win the big account at at a work thing. Maybe you didn't have the financially best quarter of your life. That's fine. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be small. It can be that, you know, you didn't fight with your kids during homeschool today. That's a freaking big win, you guys. Like that matters. So use all those small wins to really help yourself see the bigger picture and that you are working towards something. And that's going to help you stay out of that rut too. Yeah. And with this, just giving up on the idea of being perfect, because I think so often we can say, well, it's not really a win and we can't look at it as a win because it didn't go exactly as we planned, or I didn't get to the final goal of where I needed to be. And I know throughout our lives, there's been plenty of things where I was like, I can't really celebrate that because I haven't gotten to where I want to be. But no, you can, because are you in a different place than you were yesterday or the day before or a month ago or two months ago or a year ago? Where are you at now as you progress through this journey? If you're one step further, I would argue there's there's a small win there to celebrate. But when we're stuck in this perfection mindset and we're like, well, you know, I technically finished, but it's not exactly how I wanted it. Or I got to this place and yeah, I technically got to my goal, but it wasn't exactly how I exactly perfectly wanted it to be. It didn't wrap up with a bow like I wanted it to be. You need to give up on the idea of things being perfect. We challenge ourselves all the time still saying, this isn't perfect. This isn't exactly what I wanted it to be. But we go with the mantra of done is better than perfect. And I don't know who originally came up with that, but I'm so glad they did because I say it so much. And it's just because I am a perfectionist and I need that reminder constantly. Because if you feel like you have to be perfect, you're never going to feel okay about starting something new because nobody's perfect at something when they're brand new at it. So how are you going to get yourself, how are you going to get yourself out of a rut and start something new and challenge yourself and grow yourself if you're too afraid to start because you might fail? We have to give up on the idea of being perfect. And I get it. It is so hard for me to do. It is practically impossible sometimes for me to do it. But you have to because that is the, oh, it's just one of the best ways that you're going to have to really, really push yourself and find a better life. And another really important part of getting out of a rut is to physically move yourself. Physically take yourself out of your rut. Work out, get outside, clear your head, doing all these things, even if it just starts out as a temporary thing you're doing, it's eventually going to become a really important part of your day and it's going to help you make huge strides towards getting out of your rut. It just will because if you're inside and you can't change anything and you're just doing the same things you've always done, nothing will change for you. If you move outside of your house, go into the sunshine, go on a walk, you're going to start feeling better. And because you're feeling better and clearing your head, it's going to help you in the long run so much. Y'all, I sat there literally for nine years and did nothing. So I can hear a lot of you saying like, I know we all have our individual relationships with fitness, good or bad. We have a relationship. We all have a story when it comes to fitness. We all have a story when it comes to how we feel about it. First, I want to cut through that and say, I literally sat there for nine years. Second, I want to say, Megan didn't say fitness specifically. She said to get outside. She said to work out, yes, 
but get outside and go for a walk. We all have the ability to get outside and get out of our own heads, get out of our own space, because a lot of times just changing your environment can change how you're thinking about things. It can open up your mind because when you're stuck within these four walls, it can keep your mind stuck in a box that you don't want it to be. But when you get out and explore, it's amazing how many things can bring ideas to your mind, can free your mind of where it was kind of locked in that box. And trust me, you've heard me say it before. If you haven't, you will again. I sat on the couch for so long expecting things to change. And guess what? They never did because I didn't change my mind. I didn't change my environment. I changed nothing. And when you change nothing and when you're unwilling to budge and unwilling to get outside and get some fresh air, it won't change for you. And as an aside, we understand that not everybody is the same. We understand that we have differently abled people listening to this podcast. So maybe you can't get out and go on a walk. We're not saying you have to. Please understand that what we're really saying is that changing your environment, clearing your head, doing anything, even if it actually can't be physical, is still going to help you. It's still going to help you get out of a rut. Clearing your head is actually my favorite part about running, you guys. It's it's the number one thing that matters to me about running. Yes, I feel stronger. Yes, it feels good to do it. But the the clarity and just the mental feeling I have is what really matters. And look, we said at the top end of this podcast that when you go and when you set out and when you try some of these things and you try to change, you're going to have setbacks. It's going to be difficult. But the thing you have to do, no matter what, is to keep pushing forward. Don't stop. It's going to be so easy to stop. Think about any time where something's been challenging and it was easier for you to go one way than the other. It's easier for you to just go back to your old life. It's easier for you to go back to where you were because it's familiar. Yeah, you might have been unhappy. Yeah, you might not have been thrilled, but it was easier and you're familiar with that. And that familiarity can weigh you down, but don't turn back. Once you get out there, don't let a small setback throw you off your game. Don't let a comment from a relative or friend throw you off your game. Not everyone is going to support what you're doing, but this is a marathon, not a sprint. It is a progression. And in order to progress, you have to continue to move forward, not fall back into old habits. Guys, don't give up if you're in a rut. If you are in a rut right now, this is not the time to give up. Don't settle and believe that this is all your life can be. It's just not true. You can do more. You can be more. You can fix the areas of your life that just don't feel right. Yes, life is not always going to be the most exciting adventure ever, but it shouldn't be boring and mundane to the point you feel nothing. There are routines and rhythms to life, but you have to be willing to shake those up a bit when you feel stuck and know you need a change. Change is absolutely hard, like Brandon said, but it can be so incredibly worth it to find something that makes you feel alive once again. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 